This is AgriPulse Tribe Time brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the voice of milk in Congress with customers and in communities. Learn more at voiceofmilk.com. It's Friday. Good afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. All eyes will be on Republicans as they kick off their convention next week. President Donald Trump will make the case that support hasn't waned, especially in rural areas. Alabama Ag Commissioner and first-time delegate Rick Pate says Trump understands farmers. People feel like, you know, he's tried, you know, as much as a guy from New York can do to figure out what, and he's got Sonny Purdue there. I think you'd find it across the board. People think he, being from Georgia, his life experiences, he certainly understands. And, and our dealings with USDA couldn't be any more cooperative. Missouri GOP Chair Kay Hofflander tells AgriPulse she expects Trump's speech to be centered around a love for country. And working together to get everybody back to work that can work and provide all the, the needs of our citizens as government can do to a limited ability. And of course, being Republicans, we don't like overregulation too much, and uh, we prefer local control of lots of things, and, and that's the way the president approaches his presidency as well. News reports say former United Nations Ambassador Nikki Haley, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem, and South Carolina U.S. Senator Tim Scott are among convention speakers. The theme for the convention is honoring the great American story. Biofuels groups are blasting the Trump administration's Environmental Protection Agency for adding more retroactive biofuel waiver requests. Kurt Kavark with the National Biodiesel Board says the filing of the exemptions is absurd. It demonstrates the extent to which refiners will go to try to improve their standing and, and undermine the renewable fuel standard. I mean, it's it's clear they have no shame. When you consider that we're we're now looking at 67 small refiner exemptions that have been filed retroactively for years spanning from 2011 to 2018. That number is up from the previous 58 retroactive waiver requests. The overall total of waiver requests for the 2011 through 2020 compliance years stands at 98. Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative provides dairy farmers throughout the Midwest with a powerful voice, the voice of milk, in Congress, with customers, and within their communities. Edge is one of the top cooperatives in the country based on milk volume. Learn how Edge empowers farmers and listen to our Dairy Stream podcast at voiceofmilk.com. A top agricultural trade negotiator for the Trump administration is bullish about future corn and soybean sales to China when the marketing year changes September 1st. Greg Dowd is chief ag negotiator for the Office of United States Trade Representative he says the U.S. is going to be busy loading boats come harvest time. We will have a record number of soybeans sales on the books to ship to both China and to the world. So, and, and that's already the case, I think, on corn. We have a huge book on corn, a huge book on soybeans now. In July, China made two record-breaking single-day purchases of corn from the U.S. According to USDA export sales this morning, just today, China purchased 405,000 metric tons of corn and 400,000 metric tons of soybeans. Most crops across the Midwest enjoyed cooler than average temperatures this past week, but highs will return to normal next week. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says the biggest problem is the lack of moisture in parts of the Corn Belt that's causing a drought. The bulk of the drought in the Midwest is concentrated across Iowa, especially the western and central part of the state. 
And there, as temperatures creep back through the 80s and into the lower and even locally mid-90s, that is a concern as crops continue to fill. And there's still some time to add weight to the corn ears. There's still time to fill out the soybeans. But in the driest areas, we need moisture. And it certainly doesn't look like anything appreciable coming over the next week. Rippey says eastern states like Ohio and Indiana have also had their fair share of problems with late planting and hotter dry weather through the summer. According to USDA, overall U.S. corn condition is rated 69% good to excellent. That's down from 70% the week prior. Soybeans are rated 72% good to excellent, lower than 74% compared to a week ago. That's all for today's Drive Time. For the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. I'm Ben Nully.